Hello and welcome to another episode of Cybersecurity Chronicles. I'm here with Stanley Lee and Sean Mahoney from NetSwitch. So gentlemen, we've got an interesting topic today. Um, now Stanley, I know that this topic was keeping you awake late last night uh, and uh, you've got some, some interesting views about it. Uh, so let's just start with you. Tell us what you the, is on your mind. <laughs> you know, I mean venting. So permission to vent, fully granted. Uh, what's on your mind? Tell us all about it. Well, it was Sean's fault because he sent me a re the report about cybersecurity report from Accenture. That's what it got me started. And plus that we ran into a new case a couple of weeks ago. Um, and that ties, you know, basically the, the two and two ties it in my head that kept me awake. And, and, and then I keep the frustration comes in this. How come people don't learn from the previous mistake that other people make referring to the management keep thinking about cybersecurity or IT costs is so high. That's why they don't want to spend money. They don't want to invest into the you know people process and technology. And then at the same time that the IT folks keep asking for money to buy tools that they might not necessarily need. And why I say that is because that a lot of times that when I talk to these potential clients, they thinking buying the tool will resolve the cybersecurity problem. And in fact, that we understand the triage is talking about not just technology, but it's technology plus people plus process. And we find the process actually is so far, if you enhance the process, that's the cheapest way to take care of it. And it will be a much longer term and it will not just take care of it by itself. But it raises the awareness for all the end users. Then you really don't need to spend a whole lot of money to educate those people, which is another big pack factor with people. So that's why I was very frustrated into the whole process. And after looking at the report, thinking about it, and what I keep saying is this self-destruction, vicious cycle of self-destruction. You know, and that both end is like a cat and mouse game that you know management doesn't understand the it doesn't did a poor job explaining money keeps spending on it it doesn't you know it doesn't address anything but in fact five years ago when we starting this our managed detection and response process we were able to prove that by improving the triage that we can reduce the threats by 90 percent in you know and then reduce the re resolution time by over 90 percent and it was not that hard. It was just we picked the right tool, and then we picked all the right process, and along the process, educating the whole organizations. And it was it does not need to be adding layers and layers and layers of it. And in fact, there is a lot of investment already into the network, into the infrastructure, that can be tapped into, and what we refer is tightening it. So, and there are a lot of open source tools out there as well that it can enhance the existing layers of cybersecurity required to do our job to enhance the process, procedures, and educate the people. Sorry, I, I, I have to vent because <laughs> I see this for the last two decades. And as I said, that when I started in the field for over 20 years ago, now almost 30 years ago, these are just basic elements that we got to look at rather than, you know, back then when there is no internet, we, we are more cautious 
about where we're spending the money. But now, because things are getting cheaper, it doesn't mean that it's necessary. So I think that's where the frustration is and kept me awake. And how come people are not learning from it? And that goes from both ends, from the management and the IT side. Management, if they just take five minutes, 10 minutes, Google the terms that they don't understand and educating themselves, and they would understand more about the IT people, what they're asking for. At the same time, the IT people, rather than doing the same thing over and over again, they should just look for new ways to do things. And there are so many ways to do things nowadays. For example, you just need to look at the NIST, give you a lot of framework. Look at the CIS. There's a lot of benchmarking that is for free that they could use to gauge their organization. There are open source tools such as PFSense that we deployed for over 15 years. We don't charge that there is no money needs to be, you know, spent into the PFSense if you have a virtual server environment. Yes, you may have to educate the team how to manage that, but that's part of what we do is we have to constant improving ourselves. So then we can go, you know, face the enemy, which is the hackers out there. So anyway, I'm going to stop here. <laughs> Sean, all your fault. <laughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> yeah, so that report was talking about one of the things that, that customers are so frustrated with is the the consistent rise in cybersecurity tools. And I think the report said it was 20, 25% year over year. The cost for these tools is rising. And as management is saying to IT to address the risk issues, we need more of this. We need more. We need more. Okay, well, they go get these tools. And so they end up with a bunch of tools spread across doing different things and different dashboards and different management skills and different configurations. And they need to manage all of this stuff. And and it becomes a lot. Um, and then you add all the costs on top of it. Then you have to have the uh, personnel resources to manage these tools and the training that goes on into it. So I was talking to one, uh, one associate that I have in the industry, and they do incident response stuff. And they had a client who did have a significant data breach, and they were in cleaning everything up. And they're still cleaning some stuff up a few months later and the they replaced uh, the person in charge there for it and they haven't gone back they haven't sat down to look at the root cause of the incident the new guy has come in and thrown a lot of tools at it spent a lot of money at it but they haven't they they said one of the most frustrating things is they haven't gone back to look at the root cause of how the incident occurred, what caused it, and what could they have done, as Stanley was saying, what could they have done to the network configuration? Free, free tools, free processes, knowledge, yes, you might need to pay for the knowledge to do it, but continuing it on is not going to be a cost, but reconfigure your network in such a way to keep it from happening or being as widespread as it was when it occurred. And they're they're watching this company, and they said, our team is ready to go back in there when it happens again. They said, all we have is a bunch of sensors, but they haven't gone back to the root cause of the network configuration, the root cause of how they have their data segmented or not segmented in this particular case. And so, you know, as 
it, it is, as Stanley said, it's a vicious cycle. People keep throwing money at things, hoping it's going to fix the problem. But it's not going to fix the problem. Um, and you know, you, so you spend more and the cost keep increasing as you're spending these, spending on these tools. And it's one of the reasons that, that we work so hard on the iPass and trying to find ways that we're not uh, security tool specific. Um, but it was a very good stack of layered security to cover the entire network and cover so many different areas. And so, we, you know, it's, we bring all those tools into a single dashboard, which also makes it a lot easier for our engineers to manage on an ongoing basis. But anyway, so it's, it's one of those things as, as Stanley was saying, it, it's people continue to do the same things without understanding the root cause or starting with the basics start fresh. So if you have a network, if you're managing a network for your company, it's go back and look at it from the beginning. Use the frameworks that are out there to start going through the process. It, it's interesting, you know. We had uh, we were we were offering a self assessment tool, and there's others out there in the marketplace self assessment tools, questionnaires, and it's a really good tool. I find because even when I was a client in S switch, it was at, it was always asking me the same questions, and for me to look at it uh, new every time I read it. I looked at the question new. What are we doing differently today than we were the last time I read this? Oh, well, now and I remember how you challenge me all the time. And yes, because that was, you know, how we things get improved. And I remember yeah. that too, because you, you, now that you bring back some memory and, 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 you know, you keep on challenging us by asking us questions. And that's how you were able to learn. That's how you were able to pick up. And then you're asking more questions, more questions. And that basically that led up to, and then of course that, you know, and you didn't have any budget either. So <laughs> that was that was another thing. So, you know, keep pushing the envelope. And I think that's how we built a great team and they were able to do a lot of things. It was because you just keep on asking questions. I mean, asking the right question by educating yourself. And I think that, that you know that helps with the whole cycle and leading us as your IT team into helping your organization at that point and and yeah. I think that you put a lot of effort into it oh, well but I mean the effort it didn't gain overnight it has to be an ongoing process and yeah thank you Sean and yeah well, so um and again, just for reference, for, for people listening, the report you're referring to was a report by Accenture that was right. published. It yesterday. was the Accenture right. Cybersecurity Report 2020. Right. And, okay. So, and that highlighted the rising cost, of, particularly of security tools. Yeah, they kind of benchmarked uh, numbers against leaders in the in business that are using the right tools the right way, and the non-leaders uh, that are that are struggling. And comparing it, and one of the interesting things was the number of attacks that the leaders had versus the non-leaders, and how many were severe in comparison. And it was it was just interesting. There was some interesting data in here as far yeah, as James, how well, the audience as well too. You know, to 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 when I was now looking at the report, it it, it basically what I keep saying to come down to two key element is how fast any organization to detect the security incidents, how fast they can, they can find out what kind of threat that they're dealing with, and then yeah. how fast is to resolve them 
And basically in the industry referring to MTTD and MTTR, but the MTTR, they call it response. And I, I call it resolution because if you don't, just like Sean is saying earlier, if you don't address it from the root cause, then it was just going to keep recurring. And that's how we help our customers back in, you know, the first case in 2015, 2016. We not only responding to the case, we actually resolve them. Yes, it takes a longer period of time. It takes more experience and it helped with our op- IT operational experience that we have in a couple of decades. And that really helped to resolve them. But that's the important part. And also, and I think that why the management get frustrated. Yes, the, you know, a lot of company now, even now today, you know, big companies, they just say, oh, yeah, you know, we saw that you're being robbed. But hey, I'm just a security <laughs> guard. I'm just telling you you're being robbed. I'm not going to do anything about it. Sean, your, fav- your favorite commercial. And yeah. and that's the part that I, you know, I knew it was wrong. And that's why we committed to go into the resolution side if the organization allow us to. But that's how we can address it. And that's how we can reduce the threat. And there are new threats keep coming up. And if you don't address the old one, then it's just piling up all the time and you never get to the bottom of it. And that's why the, it frustrated the management and it frustrated the IT team. So I think everybody just want to take care of the problem, but how are they approaching it? And it's right now, that's what I'm frustrated. I still seeing that they are approaching it completely. A majority of it is in the approach it wrong, um, if I may. And and that's why, you know, Sean and I, we started with the three steps to care, make it very simple for anybody who wants to learn to understand our process. It's just basically three steps to take care to, and the objective is to reduce the MTTD and MTT resolution. Well, thank you, Stanley. Um, Sean, any, anything else you'd like to say about the, the rising cost of tools and, and the implications of, of this rising cost? Yeah, some of it is that the customers are looking at the vendors to incorporate, the, as I said, they have all these tools spread across their network and they like one particular tool, the way it works, the way it functions, the dashboard, they may like the, the vendor. And they say, hey, I've got all or these other things. they won't get that- fired by buying Marbell, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so they like all these they like some of these other tools that they have. You know, it'd be really cool if you could incorporate some of these features and functions into your tool. And so the vendors are going out and they look to see does it make sense? Can they in, can they put it into their tool? And yeah, we can do that. We can we can add those features and functions and it's going to increase the cost of this. And so, you know, some of it's some of that chasing and meanwhile, they may have uh, a contract for these other tools that they've, they've had that are now incorporated in the other tool that they just uh, had them incorporated into. So these tools are getting more expensive, but customers are asking, to, asking them to put more into it. When we were looking at the SIMs uh, for our SIM report, um, you know, SIMs do so much now. You know, they, they were doing vulnerability assessments. They were doing uh, scanning for PCI DSS compliance as well as everything else that they're doing. And that was not necessarily a, a, a pro, uh, something, a function of the SIM originally, but now it's they're adding it into it. Now you're having 
uh, managed sims. Now you're having managed sim and socks. Now you're asking them to put in artificial intelligence and machine learning. And, you know, the cost to incorporate all these things is going to be expensive. But you're putting more and more into a single solution. Um, and ultimately, those costs are going to come to home to roost. So that's why it's important to understand what's in the marketplace, what's an effective tool for your organization, that you have a proper stack of tools, because one tool is a piece of Swiss cheese. It's going to have a hole in it somewhere. And so if you put in multiple layers from different tools, uh, they're all Swiss cheese, you're eventually going to make enough of a coverage to help mitigate the risk to a certain extent. Something is likely to happen still, but it's about being prepared to reduce the impact of that breach when it occurs and to have your network configured properly. As I said, go back, understand what you can do to your network to harden it without the security tools. How are you segmenting your data? How are you protecting your data? And then you start putting the tools in place to monitor your network and your data. Excellent. Excellent advice, Sean. So I, I think we've, you've definitely vented, Stanley, which is great, but I think it's an important topic that people need to, to know more about, right? The, now I can the, go get some sleep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the so, point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's call this a wrap for this episode gentlemen there's there's lots more we'll talk about in future episodes so as usual thanks again uh, Stanley and Sean and, and we'll you, speak James. again we'll speak again on the next time thanks guys <laughs> <laughs>